You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Monday. Finally back and doing it. Locked On Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. I am your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. And as you can see, a bit of a change of surroundings. Going to be like this, different locations down here for uh, for a month, two months, three months. I'm not really 100% sure. But I moved, and last week uh, also was, uh, you can probably still hear it in my voice, I've had the flu. Um, but I did travel down to Indianapolis. I did watch uh, Michigan beat Purdue from the sidelines. You have that. You have a bunch of other things that are obviously going on. College football playoff announcement. So we're back. We're very lo-fi. You can see no microphone in front of me uh, because I don't have all of my stuff all here in one location at the moment. Hopefully in the coming days that it, we will. But I, I realize I, while I do have a microphone, I don't have anything to hold it. I don't have my little lav mics. I don't have a lot of these things. Uh, so we are doing it lo-fi uh, pretty much here. Uh, for this episode of Lockdown Wolverines. But uh, I don't actually don't even have my main computer. I have it set up, but I don't have anywhere to plug it in. I don't have extension cords and stuff like that yet. Uh, so <laughs> this is what we are dealing with for the moment. But uh, nonetheless, let's get into everything that we need to get into, because obviously uh, we have a game that we can talk about. We have the college football playoffs, so we have a future game that we can talk about. We have Ohio State uh, making it into the playoff regardless of uh, of having lost by 22 to Michigan. Uh, but, uh, and obviously we also have the transfer portal so far. Michigan's, uh, lost a couple today, uh, at the time of me saying this, Eric all and Louis Hansen, so many things to get into. Uh, but let's start with the, uh, with the big 10 championship game, Michigan, uh, getting back in, uh, to, to that game, which we discussed on the last podcast. But since then, they go out and they, they beat Purdue relatively handily. Uh, there was certainly some defensive things that you want to get cleaned up before you see a pass-heavy offense in TCU. But it was very much a bend-don't-break for the most part. Limited a sometimes very, very good and dynamic Purdue offense to, uh, to the 22 points or 23, whatever it ended up being. I can't remember offhand already. Uh, but uh, n- nonetheless... Pretty pretty impressive that Michigan was able to do what it was able to do, considering the the identity of the offense has changed so drastically uh, from what it started out as, or at least what it was even expected to be. Because you haven't had Eric all all year. Uh, now, obviously, he's he's gone from the program altogether. Uh, you you haven't had Blake Corum the last two games. Uh, you uh, you're relying very heavily on Donovan Edwards, who isn't going to get you that five yards per carry that Blake Corum uh, was, but he's going to break more, it seems, than Blake Corum is in a lot of ways. So it, he, he's been absolutely phenomenal. One MVP coming out of the game. J.J. Uh, McCarthy, you're relying a little bit more heavily on his arm talent, uh, which is excellent. And it's funny because it felt like he passed a lot more than he actually did in the game, at least from how I felt about it. But... Uh, it, it's starting to feel again like it did earlier in the season where it's like, all right, Michigan needs to pick up third and medium, third and long. You don't feel like it's n- not going to happen where I felt like 
there was some of those games after Penn State where it kind of felt like if they needed a big play through the air, it wasn't necessarily going to happen. So really great to, to see that the offense is finding some different ways to be unique and uh, and to find ways to just continue to be able to press on Colston Loveland, even though he had one catch, that being the touchdown. I mean, that was the type of capability we've wanted to see from some of these wide receivers for some time. You know, put it up, get it, you know, gets it in double coverage and still comes down with it. Uh, I was surprised from my vantage point that he came down with it. I was I had to sit and wait and listen and hear all the cheers and all of that to understand or comprehend what had just happened. So uh, I like the identity of this team. Uh, I like where it's headed. I think that there is a lot that uh, it certainly can uh, can go right for, for this team in the playoff. And obviously with TCU being the one that Michigan's matched up against. Uh, you look at their offense and you say, you well, I think the first question you need to ask yourself, is it as good? I mean, every offense is different, especially pass-happy offenses like TCU. Is it as good as what Ohio State presents? To me, the answer is no, but it might not be that far off, right, from based off of what we've seen so far this year from TCU. So that's element number one. Number two, how good is their defense? It's really a middling defense. I believe they're ranked like 70th in the country or something like that. To me, this is this is a game where Michigan theoretically could go out and win really, really big. Uh, and uh, getting them as the draw in the playoff, it's very fortunate for Michigan. And it's very unfortunate for Georgia that they have to go up against Ohio State while Michigan gets what is probably the worst of the four teams. Now, saying that, I'm probably uh, you can probably go ahead and pencil in TCU as the national champion because <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm personally taking them lightly, but uh, that that doesn't mean that uh, that they're that doesn't mean that they're incapable. They've obviously deserved their spot. They earned their spot. Sonny Dykes has done an amazing job coaching that team in year one. Uh, but it's a matter of uh, are they as good as Michigan? Michigan has several different ways to play. That's one of the that's the thing that we said after the Iowa game. Michigan has several different ways that it can beat you. And we've seen that really, you know, the last couple of weeks and considering that suddenly things are kind of looking completely different without Blake uh, and even defensively without Mike Morris, they're finding different ways to get things done without their best players on the other, you know, either side of the ball. So that's been the most impressive thing to me. Um, so it's the fact that they were able to roll against a team like Purdue the way that they did. I mean, that's what you expect. That's what you hope to have. And uh, they, they move on to the playoff and it's going to be an exciting uh, couple weeks as we wait for uh, December 31st to roll around. We're going to go ahead and move on here. Uh, but before we do, uh, the holidays are here. You can achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender and delicious Omaha steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages that help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com and use the code locked on at checkout to get $30 off of your order. Send in an assortment of mouth-watering favorites guaranteed to impress like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra juicy burgers, and even easy to prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat that shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. 
Order with complete confidence today, knowing that you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to get that extra $30 off of your order. Minimum order may be required. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so let's continue on here. Um, so uh, Michigan in the college football playoff get to play. Uh, I, I, I'm getting ahead of myself in my mind here. They get to play TCU, as we were just discussing, um, despite TCU losing to Kansas State. I mean, that shows you that they're beatable, obviously, but it is hard to beat the same team twice. Where I am getting ahead of myself here is that I had spoken to uh, to a couple people uh, that are close to the Michigan side of things. One of the people is someone that you would all know, every single one of you watching this. Uh, and the other one's one that you most likely wouldn't. Maybe some of you would if you're really a huge diehard. But, uh, I mean, you have to be a real, real diehard. And they, uh, they are of the opinion that this was before the playoff rankings were revealed. But what they had said is, what we are hoping for is that get TCU in round one and then uh, then we get Ohio State you're like that's what we want we want Ohio State we want that smoke and say we want that smoke but they're saying like we want Ohio State we feel like that is uh we feel we feel like we can go out there and do it to them again on neutral field what we did to them before so to some degree that's kind of changed the way that I've looked at some of this uh, because I was like, no, 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 I want Georgia. I want Georgia, right? You want, you, you want to have a, you know, kind of revenge tour type moment if they can go and beat Georgia. But they're like, no, we want Ohio State. Now I asked about Georgia and they was like, well, you know, that it certainly, uh, they like the challenge, right? It's not like they're going into, it was just strict hope. They like the challenge. They feel like there's certainly opportunities there. Uh, but they really want Ohio State if they can make it to the national championship game. So let that be your deciding factor, I guess, if you want, or at least uh, you know something that you can add to your, your things that you weigh as you debate as to which team you want, would want to see if Michigan's able to get past TCU. But again, Michigan has to be able to get past TCU. Uh, but it's an exciting matchup in the sense of uh, it is going to be the 4 o'clock game, Eastern. Uh, it's going to be in the Fiesta Bowl, the Verbo Fiesta Bowl. Uh, get your plane tickets because they are expensive, man. Expensive. I bought one-way tickets either way. And uh, my return flight is not a fun situation. Spirit and Frontier booked separately. Have to fly to Vegas. And then it's a whole ordeal. And if you're trying to save some money on tickets, it's it's you're going to find yourself finagling some kind of weird scenarios like that because 
it's 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 a it's a hard thing to come back from coming back from uh, Phoenix apparently this time of year, uh, but nonetheless Michigan has an opportunity to uh, to go fourteen and zero. I like them in this game. Obviously, it's still really early, but it's not going to be necessarily an easy scenario. We've seen that Max Dugan is a warrior. Duggan is a warrior, rather. He's that game. I didn't get to watch the whole game, but I watched a, a good part of the. Big 12 championship game, and what a battler, right? You could see when Jim Harbaugh talked about him uh, how it really felt like there was that admiration. He was that same type of uh, player that you would expect Jim Harbaugh to want to have himself. I mean, it, it. I think it reminded him of himself, I think, is what usually uh, kind of invokes that type of uh, response from him. But, yeah, it's uh, it is... Uh, it, it, I think that Michigan really just, I, I think if you would have picked any team out of the big 12, whoever the big 12 champion was, or close to, you know, one lost big 12 team, uh, which is what they are. Uh, it's, I would have liked Michigan against any of them, to be honest. Uh, I think that if I like Michigan kind of against the field, uh, Georgia being the only one for me, that's kind of a question mark at this point. I mean, certainly there are teams that any given Saturday could beat Michigan. TCU is certainly among them, especially if Quentin Johnson's healthy, uh, Johnston rather, and uh, you know they they've got a really good running back. They've got a lot going for them as well. Uh, they've done enough defensively. Certainly, they are a team that never gives up. With so many of these games where they come back, and that's the that's the thing is that's going to make it a little bit more difficult for Michigan in a lot of ways. Is uh, other teams, Michigan destroys their will, right? Even Purdue, Michigan destroys their will to go on uh, up front. Will they be able to do that to TCU? TCU is a team that just seems to never give up. So that could change the game to some degree. So I'm curious to see how Michigan handles that. I'm curious to see how TCU handles going up against a, a Michigan team that seems to play a lot like Georgia. I think Michigan in the last couple of weeks has really proven why it maybe is the uh, front runner again for the Joe Moore Award. Uh, really like their mentality there. And I liked what we saw against uh, Purdue with Michigan's uh, defensive front without Mike Morris, uh, thought that they did a really good job. Um, and then obviously you got to be really excited about what Will Johnson's been able to do. Uh, two interceptions. He was my vote for MVP in the game, um, which I actually got a vote. I'm not just saying like, you know, if, if I were to have a vote, no, I had a vote and I voted for Will Johnson. Uh, but, uh, I, I mean, we're seeing him grow up in, right in front of our eyes. You're seeing JJ McCarthy growing right up, up, up right, growing up right in front of our eyes. You're seeing um, Donovan Edwards growing up right in front of our eyes. I mean, that's the thing that makes this team kind of scary is a lot of these guys who are doing what they're doing are very young. Now, of course, you've got guys who aren't. You've got guys like, uh, you know, Ryan Hayes, uh, and, you know, you expect him to, to move on. Olu, uh, Oluwatimi has been amazing at center, I would imagine. I mean, he's a Remington finalist, one of the three. I would imagine he's going to win the Remington this year. Uh, I'd, I'd be hard pressed to, you know, I know that uh, you've got the Minnesota center as well as Brett Nalen from USC. Uh, I, I would, I, I think that this one's not even close personally, uh, that Olu's going to win the Remington. And uh, I mean, just so many players like that, that are, are going to be lost, but you've got so many that are so young. And I think that that bodes really, really well for this team. So, uh, we will see how that transpires. 
you you might get a taste of Zuri if if so if you're if you're watching the video that's the that's the good news about this setup is dog can be in the video and she is clearly going to be <laughs> if you're listening just know that there is now a puppy on screen and she is very excited to uh, to be here um all right that's a good that's a good enough place to 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 stop discussing what we're discussing and move on cuz i don't remember what i'm talking about anyway uh, so, uh, we are going to move on. Uh, but, uh, listen at lockdown Wolverines, we believe that home, believe home should be where you and your family feel the safest, especially over the holidays this season. Give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, simply safe. And right now, simply safe is do offering uh lockdown Wolverines listeners 40% off of a new uh, security system, but don't put this off. And here is why I love it. Uh, it doesn't matter where you're at right now. I'm sitting here in Fenton, Michigan. Uh, but I lived, I grew up in, in, in Holly, Michigan, and that's in the middle of nowhere. I mean, where we were neighbors and half a mile on either side, a quarter mile on either side rather. And, uh, you know, just very sparse yet before we had the simply safe home security system. Uh, car got broken into my leather coat got stolen, uh, left something else in there. I don't remember with the leather coat. That was the big one that really, uh, upset me, of course. Uh, and there's certainly been other instances where people were coming and trying to mess with the horses and things of that nature. But ever since we got simply safe, all of that has stopped. And even if they did try to come around, guess what? There's a lots of things that simply safe can do that can help you make sure that you feel protected. Uh, so Simply Safe was just named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News World and Report. It's the third year in a row. In an emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real, so you can get higher priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security. Uh, so that means that uh, you've got the HD security cameras inside and out, and smarter ways to detect motion. Uh, that can alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that can uh, detect fire, floods, and other threats around your home. 24-7 professional monitoring, uh, which actually costs under a dollar a day. That's less than the half of the price of a traditional home security system. So don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite home security system. Get 40% off of any, uh, of any new system. At simplysafe.com slash locked on college today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Yes, I absolutely miss the studio, but how can you not love the fact that we can sit here and do podcast with Zuri right here? Uh, I was going to try not to, to mention. That she was right here because she was sniffing around the camera over here. This is a very new situation for both of us. And she is here partaking in Lockdown Wolverines. Again, for those of you who are watching, uh, those of you who are listening, you can just trust me. Uh, I'm sure you can hear her kind of rustling about. And all right, here we go. This is how we're going to do the do the episode now, I guess. Literally in my face. Um... <laughs> All right, so there's there's a bunch of little things that we need to address here. Um, I'm going to start with uh, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, the report came out uh, from NFL types that, hey, NFL, it's it's happening again. 
Uh, he squashed that immediately. So he came out and said uh, on the uh, the Zoom uh, press conference we had yesterday that, guess what? Nope. Uh, th- those of you who wish to see me go are going to be disappointed to, to hear that I will be back enthusiastically coaching the Wolverines in 2023. So we can officially call that one uh, that one done, uh, I think. I mean, I'm sure it's going to continue. I mean, some of those people, uh, Ian Rappaport was uh, tweeting about it again earlier today. This happened yesterday. Uh, so that uh, it's probably going to continue to be what it is for however long. Uh, but uh, so there, there's that. Uh, but at least good on him to squash that especially with uh, early signing day coming up in a couple weeks here. Uh, Got to try to get your ducks in a row, especially with all of these players who are on the fence. I'm not saying that there, there's a lot of guys that they may or may not get here in the interim. Uh, other big news comes by way of the transfer portal as well. as you know, So I guess it's more players staying and players going. Uh, really important is that Mike Sainer still uh, comes out and says, I'm coming back. I ain't leaving. And uh, that's huge. I think especially considering this was just his first year of playing corner, playing nickelback. I mean, he has been absolutely phenomenal. And another guy we've seen grow up right in front of our eyes just in a different way because he's not a young player, but to that position at the college level, he is. He has just gotten better and better as the weeks have gone on. And he's been very impressive. So that's awesome to see uh, that he has been able to, uh, to do well on a weekly basis and that he is going to continue to uh going to come in and play again, try it, give it another shot for another year. Uh, so between him uh, and then Will Johnson, you would imagine DJ Turner is going to move on, but who knows? Maybe he doesn't. Jim Harbaugh has been lobbying openly for, uh, for Jamon Green to come back. And uh, there's also rumors of that Virginia uh, defensive back that they're looking at in the uh, transfer portal. So lots of options at corner. You still got some other young guys. I mean, that was the deepest position this last uh, recruiting cycle. So, Gives them a little bit more of a capability of uh, growing up at their own pace. Talking about Miles Pollard and Zeke Barry and some of those guys. Um, then, obviously, there's the news about Eric Ball departing, that he is moving on. Uh, certainly, that is disappointing. I did talk to uh, the people who would know a little bit more about why that happened. And uh, all I have to say about this is, is I can't fault Eric for wanting to move on, kind of given everything. So if you're... If you're out there upset, I mean, just un- understand that sometimes there's more to the story. It's very, I, I don't really know if I have the word for it, but it's disappointing that this is where, you know, where things are is that he's going to move on. Uh, but we'll, uh, and, you know, and I've seen a lot of speculation saying it has something to do with Cade McNamara and all that. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Uh, but uh, I'll be curious to see where he goes. I've been told that Iowa or Notre Dame are probably the options for him. Uh, so we'll see if, uh, which one of those, uh, he ends up picking, uh, but, uh, best of luck to him. It's one of those things where sometimes just there's some life things that are bigger than the football part of it. Uh, you always have to remember that. I know it's disappointing when players that you like move on. Um, obviously Michigan played the, this year, you know, without him essentially. And, uh, it would have been nice to see him come back because it's just added another element. Uh, would have been amazing to see him and uh, Colston Loveland on the field at the same time. But, uh, you know, one area that Michigan's been fine and has developed guys at is uh, tight end. So, uh, you know, you hope that can continue and we'll see where they go from here. But um, I feel like we covered a lot of ground. It's always a shaky 
uh, situation for me to come back and after a week of not doing one of these, um, still I'm still feeling it. I don't know if you you can hear in my voice that it's uh, I'm trying not to cough. I'm trying not to sneeze. That's the the big thing. But uh, also change of scenery. Uh, we got Zuri here, but uh, we will be back tomorrow uh, on on Tuesday. We're gonna try to get right back into this. Try to do as many as we can. Uh, try to figure out the best way to do this in our new uh, surroundings here for a little while. And uh, as the week goes by, I'm sure we'll have more of something that looks like a studio space for, for those of you who watch. And for those of you who listen, it'll actually make me feel a lot more comfortable. But uh, nonetheless, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you again soon for Zuri here and me. <laughs> talk to you soon. Peace.